it's Capacho with the Weekly Pele Report, and I got sent this video, and it is so amazingly beautiful that I just had to share it with you today. Um, besides, it's raining outside. This is the uh, Astrology for the Soul, and it is an astrological report for March 24th of 2021. And... Uh, you know, today the moon is in Leo. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going on uh, tomorrow. It's going to move into Virgo. And then by Saturday, she goes into Libra for the great full moon that I'm going to talk about a lot in the report today. Uh, and then uh, over the weekend, she's, you know, moving through Libra. And on uh, Monday, she goes into Scorpio. So, you know, um, Today, Wednesday, she's trying uh, the sun, and that sun is traveling along with Venus right over Chiron. And basically, all week, we have a sun-Venus-Chiron conjunction. Um, you know, uh, depending on where you are on planet Earth, uh, the sun is exactly conjunct Venus, either Thursday or Friday. And then Venus is exactly conjunct Chiron, on Sunday, and then the sun is exactly conjunct Chiron on Monday. But, you know, that's computer exact conjunction. Actually, the full moon, uh, you know, is at uh, 18 degrees, I mean, uh, 8 degrees of Libra, and um, it is exactly opposite the sun, Venus, Chiron at the same time degree. Yes, they're all at eight degrees within minutes. Besides that, which is phenomenal, one, one time in a million that happens, right? Mercury moving through Pisces is also on Monday exactly conjunct Neptune. So we have a Mercury-Neptune conjunction going on. And, uh, uh, beyond that, then, you know, by Tuesday, that moon is going to move into Scorpio and uh, come into an opposition with Uranus and square Saturn, making what we call a T-square with the uh, moon, Uranus, Saturn. So there's a big shift in energy. I'm sure that you have felt it. I am going to talk about this movement out of Pisces into Aries. Let's not forget that Eris is also in Aries. She is still in square to Pluto, which she is all year and all last year. This is Eris, Kali, destroyer, squaring Pluto, the destroyer, Shiva. So let me look at the camera and we'll talk about it. All right, everybody. This has got to do it, man. Oh my goodness, uh, just like the mantra today, I am experiencing and you may be experiencing because I believe planet Earth is experiencing chaos, chaos, uncertain chaos. I spoke about this emergence last week. The Sabian symbol was a woman emerging out of the sea being embraced by a seal and there was this uncertainty 
of which way is it going to go? Will the new impulse to create, to individualize, you know, to love, is that, is that, will it succeed? Not, it's not a given. It's not certain. It's not, you know, set in stone. Uh, we, we can, you know, the new paradigm, this new paradigm, it's not like, oh yeah, well, you know, the, the end of the old, the in with the new, uh, you know, the sun rises on a new day, blah, 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 blah. No, you know, what we've got here is the human equation. And that human equation involves free will. Yeah, you know, this human equation is a new equation in the realm of creation. You know, they, they say that the angels have no free will. That, uh, that the animals and the plants and the archangels and the archive, there's the human, which is between the mineral, plant, animal realms and the spiritual hierarchies. We are, we're the leading edge of creation and we've got this free will to deviate to not be what we truly are, to go astray. <laughs> I mean, this is also part of the creative process. If you're going to venture into the unknown, you know, to create something that's never been seen or done or had before, of course, just like Indiana Jones <laughs> or Monty Python seeking the Holy Grail, it's like anything can happen. This is a this is a wild planet. And last week I said, you know, we're going to feel a change in the energy. I, and I hope you did. I have. When that sun came out of Pisces and Venus came out of Pisces into Aries, is like kaboom with a bang. This is like really such a powerful time. We're approaching this powerful full moon. I have to say it's like this full moon at the ninth degree of Libra opposite the Sun, Venus and Chiron all at the same ninth degree of Aries. The chances of this happening are like a million to one, right? I think the sun is at like uh, eight degrees, 15 minutes. Chiron's at 18.59. I mean, so it's, it's like 45 minutes separation. And what do we have here? You know, it's, it's uh, Kazemi, Venus is Kazemi. She is so in the underworld and if we look at this descent of Inanna, the Sumerian goddess of love, descended through the seven gates, this is symbolic of the seven chakras, of course, but also it just in the course of a Venus synodic cycle, this has to do with the seven Venus moon conjunctions that Venus goes through seven months 
Okay, Venus is, in, you know, in the upper world, in the visible world, visible in the night sky. And she goes down and every month the moon conjunction seven times and then she descends into the underworld where she is now. And I gave you the dates last week. She's going to stay there till the end of May. This in the underworld is a stripping down process. She loses her crown at the first gate, her necklace at the second gate. She goes you know, through each chakra, getting stripped until she's bare naked, going into Arishkagal, her sister, the goddess of the underworld, who hangs her on a meat hook. This is a total annihilation of ego. This is a death of my separate identity, my separate self. So, in, so interesting to have it with Leo. Yeah, this, this age of Aquarius, Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius, opposite this Leo. Leo is the self. We've got Saturn and Jupiter moving through Aquarius, which is society, groups, associations, all of humanity. And, and we're needing to balance our individual needs, our individual expression, with those of our brothers and sisters. But what's really happening also here, and this is like, you know, it's a nodal point. It's like, a, you know, it's a turning point. She has descended. She has exactly conjunct the sun this week. Absolutely invisible. We cannot see her. And she is beginning then a new 500, you know, and 84 day cycle. A year and a half, year point six or something. And she's starting it in the sign of Aries. This puts an imprint of a powerful feminine warrior goddess, that strong, energetic, the Amazon warrior goddess the Kali figure. Eris is also in Aries. Lilith is bouncing back and forth now more in Taurus, but still has just been through Aries. This is the time of the feminine re-emerging. I noticed that Biden just announced, you know, f the first female generals in the army you know, for the United States. I mean, women stepping into these powerful roles. And it's very interesting that it is conjunct Chiron, the wounded, in this case, the wounded masculine. And, and we need to like really look at this powerful feminine energy in this masculine sign of Aries beginning a new 1.6 year cycle. What is this next year and, and a half going to be like? It's imprinted now. It's stamped with this birth chart of this year and a half cycle. And this year and a half cycle is about healing, is about the powerful feminine 
healing the wounded masculine. And whether we see it in society or whether we see this, you know, the violence against women, the violence against minorities, the violence against the, you know, the dark colored skin, whether it's Indian, red, black, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the feminine symbolizes the inner darker realms and the masculine is the sun lighter realms. So we have this whole energy, okay? It is Gaia herself, the feminine goddess of the earth that I refer to in today's mantra, this week's mantra is to center ourselves deep within the heart of Gaia. And there is no fear. She has given and she will continue to give unconditionally the fruits, the flowers, the vegetables, the grasses, the trees, the coconuts, the dates. <laughs> you know, I mean, Gaia, the feminine, is, a, you know, is just this, you know, beautiful example of fertility, of abundance, of prosperity. And she's going to come in and, and it's like, what is this wounded masculine energy about? This is, you know, thousands of years of inappropriate expression of that masculine energy has led to generation after generation after generation of a more distorted, perverted, twisted understanding, mentality, and expression around that masculine energy. It's the difference between assertion and aggression. Appropriate masculine, we all have a masculine Mars. We all have Aries. We all need to assert ourselves. But there's a difference between asserting and aggressing. Yeah, you know, this aggressing, conquering, murdering, violating, encroaching upon other people's private space, whether it's personal or financial or psychological or political, this, you know, this just, you know, this conquering mentality has been around and growing out of all proportion for a long time. And we can see it in the news and we can see it in the world and we can see, you know, guns and violence and just, you know, obnoxious forms of aggression going on. And now is the time where it's like getting popped like a pimple, you know, it's just like, you know, it's time where it's coming to a head and people are losing their patience and their tolerance and they're, you know, it's like, it's in your face, it's in the paper, it's in your relationships, it's all over the place. It's like, this has got to stop. And like I said, there's no guarantee. It's up to each and every one of us 
to go inside and personally heal our own wounded masculine. And what, you know, what does that look like? What, what is that about? Well, you know, Chiron and Aries for eight years, longer than any other sign, okay, you know, is this energy that, you know, we don't deserve to exist. We don't deserve to get what we want. We, when we ask, we get, you know, our face slapped or we reach for something and we get our fingers cut off or we say something that we want and we get our tongue cut out. It's, you know, there has been so much suppressed, you know, control, domination by external authority figures that it has really, you know, made us feel impotent, weak, undeserving, guilty, bad. There's been just like so much judgment thrown on asserting our justifiable needs, wants, and longings that we get submerged. They get submerged. They get suppressed and they get held in and they get moldy and stinky and they they need to come out sideways because we won't let them come out straight so when we stop suppressing when we speak and and of course it's vulnerable people may laugh at us they may say no that you know you know they may even take what they gave us they may run away that that it's you know when you speak a need when you speak a desire, a longing, a want, you're leaving yourself exposed. You're leaving yourself open to be hurt, to be again rejected, again refused, again, you know, laughed at or hit or suppressed. And so, you know, abandoned. I mean, we, we face all of these abandonment issues the fears of loss, every time we ask, it's humbling to ask for help. It's humbling to ask for, you know, something that I need or want that I don't have or that I can't do or I don't know or I, you know, it's, it's humbling. So it's like it takes guts. It takes, you know, it takes real faith takes a certain amount of self-love that I deserve to be heard I deserve to and as we speak and as we open and as we take the chance in our personal relationships in our families and then of course maybe out onto the street and maybe you know with a bullhorn or a, a video or you know if not on YouTube or Facebook, you know, bit shoot or uh, rumble <laughs> or whatever, you know, but you know, it's like, you know, speak it out. It's time for all the minority voices to be heard. All those who've been suppressed, denied, sidelined, avoided. It's time for, it's time for this swelling up. Yeah. Super powerful, man.
I mean, it's so amazing out here. It, it just rained. I'm in the desert and it, I go to do the Pele report and it rains. And then there's a moment where there's no wind. And then five minutes later, the wind is like blowing my head off. I hope the sound comes out okay on this. I have a wind block here, my backpack, visiting my brother. My brother's got a, a, a place in one of these, uh, you know, RV parks. <laughs> well, I was gonna go to Joshua Tree today, but we're heading out to the Grand Canyon tomorrow and the kids are already tired of sitting in the truck from going from LA to Indio. <laughs> Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> it's a long way to Arizona, baby. Oh my God, I gotta wrap it up. Okay, so you know, today's mantra, in times of uncertain chaos, when the future remains unclear, I center myself in the core of the earth as Gaia knows no fear. Gaia, that mother, feminine, powerful energy that holds us, supports us, feeds us, gives unconditionally to all of us. She is not, she's not afraid of losing. She's not afraid of running out. You know, she's not afraid that she's not enough or doesn't, you know, is gonna like that. It, she keeps on giving. Even when it hurts, a Gaia is hurting right now. These viruses are toxins that, you know, she's just gotta, she's like bursting these viruses out and the variants. We're gonna have tons of variants until we clean up our act. This is just, you know, they're just gonna keep popping. You know, we, we're not gonna be able to make enough vaccines to, you know, to deal, you know, because the vaccine, it's, it's not dealing with the source or the cause of the problem. We need to go deeper. So individually, we go deeper into our core. Collectively, we need to bring up we need discourse. We need communication. We need Mercury coming around to Neptune, spiritualizing our, you know, our left brain communication to imagine new solutions. Gosh, I wanted to read the, where am I? 20 minutes? I mean, the, the mantra of, for this full moon is so phenomenal. I, I have to I have to at least share it, right? You know, it is three in quotes old masters hanging on the wall of a special room in an art gallery. The need to return to source during a confused search for new value in a chaotic society. Whoa. I'll tell you what, we're not gonna find stability out there. 
We're not gonna find security, meaningful purpose, destiny out there. We need to summon within the deepest roots of our innermost core, which is connected to the core and the center of the earth. And then we need to see ourselves, we need to send a silver cord down to the center of Gaia and up to our own personal star. And we are puppets on a string. And we go up and down on this silver cord from the cosmic down to the deepest cores of Gaia. And just go up and down, but but you, 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 we're, we're, you know we're, we're we're rooted. Root yourself. Send that silver core right down through your spine, right down through the perineum, through the shishumna, right down through the root chakra, and connect it. And if we all do that, we will all be bound together right in the core of Gaia. Yeah, baby. And then we're not gonna, you know, everything comes and goes, but not our spirit. Our spirit is eternal. And as we connect with that eternal spirit, we're, we lose fear and we assert ourselves and we tolerate other people asserting themselves and we bring in an enlightened age of Aquarius. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. And of course, if you want to read more about the, the Sabian symbol, it's on my website, newparadigmastrology.com under resources. And in the resources, you go down and it's uh, Dane Rudyard's an astrological mandala. And come to Costa Rica, man. I'm doing my first workshop in like a year and a half or something, oh my God, on the beach. And we're gonna delve down into the core of Gaia and we're gonna delve deep down into our own personal charts in Mother Nature, on the beach, in the Pura Vida, Costa Rica, and, and really, come into stillness of being. We want to balance the yin and the yang, the doing and the being. Too much doing, too much external yang energy. We need to still and go deep. <laughs> deep. I should have a... Uh, you know, a pendulum and hypnotize you with the Pele report. <laughs> In times of uncertain chaos, when the future remains unclear, I center myself in the core of the earth as Gaia knows no fear. Namaste, aloha, so much love.